Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, a reason to believe that the cure for terminal cancer is right around the corner. Well, we call it gene and cell therapy right now, but I call it gene technologies. And the reason is, is because I think gene and cell therapy is just the beginning. We're in the punch card days of reprogramming the human computer. If you're going to work in the D.C. region or you're just off the giant buying your groceries, you may not necessarily know that we are in the middle of likely the biggest industrial revolution this country is going to have. And to talk about that is Jeff Galvin. He's CEO and founder of American Gene Technologies, an expert on, I think this best way to describe it is, the world would be changing, Jeff, and you're in the middle of it. Yeah, I I don't know how to follow that except for to say that, yeah, for 12 years I've been in gene and cell therapy. And i got to tell you two things. One is there is a revolution in medicine going on right now, right under our feet that almost nobody knows about. And the second thing is, is it's happening right here in the D.C. metro area. Some of the strongest companies in this area are actually just north of here in Maryland, in Rockville, and I think actually the Baltimore, Rockville, D.C., you know, even uh, into Virginia, this region is going to be huge in something that's going to completely transform medicine. And, And here's what I mean by that. There haven't been a lot of revolutions in medicine recently. You know, the last thing was, uh, you know, that you think about that were really big changes were antibiotics and vaccines. This is bigger than both of those. Because what we've learned to do is to crack open viruses and convert them. Think about this in terms of your computer. We convert those viruses to updates. In other words, we take these things that will invade your body and reprogram your cells to do all sorts of horrible things. You know, we're talking about not just colds and flus, but HIV, a virus, right? Goes into your body, reprograms your cells, and, you know, takes over your body over time. Mm -hmm. But we can go ahead now and split open these deadly viruses, pull out the viral DNA, and put in whatever DNA we want. These are little software updates to the organic computer that is the human cell. And that's all you are, is a giant stack of collaborating organic computers that makes you you. Every single cell runs off the same thing, DNA. That DNA is your operating system. And just like your computer, not every computer is running the same parts of the operating system. That's why you can have so many different types of cells. So are you describing what the man or woman in the street would say, this is genetic therapy? Is that what we're talking about right now? Well, we call it gene and cell therapy right now, but I call it gene technologies. And the reason is, is because I think gene and cell therapy is just the beginning. We're in the punch card days of reprogramming the human computer to eliminate disease. And you're you're a computer guy. You were at Apple and various places, so you see a real strong analogy here. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this parallels every technological revolution. So here's the bottom line in this is that it's following something that we used to call back in Silicon Valley when I worked there, Moore's Law. In other words, that the uh, power of this thing will double and the cost of it will half every year. And But in fact, when you look at what's happening in gene and cell therapy, it's actually becoming efficient at a faster rate than even computers did. If you look at the cost of sequencing, it dropped off way faster than it would have if it, if it was following Genetic Moore's sequencing. law. Genetic sequencing. And that's true in all of the equipment and everything else that's, uh, that's used in our industry, sort of the picks and shovels of what we do. It actually is in, in some ways driven by the previous computer revolution because computers... And robotics and all these things are being used to accelerate this gene and cell therapy revolution. Healthcare is one of those really emotional things, right? I'm sure you get asked this question a lot. What's in it for me? Why should I care about this? Well, how about cures for cancers? 
How about if I tell you that I believe, I firmly believe, I've been in this for 12 years, so I've seen the patterns. Uh, We're working on cures ourselves at American Gene Technologies that we think are going to really change the outlook for terminal cancers. I will make a prediction here today that in 10 years, we'll have a look back moment where we'll say, how did we live without gene and cell therapy? Sort of the way you think about your cell phone right now. Now, how did I live without it? But the fact is you could live without your cell phone. But in 10 years from now, gene and cell therapy will have taken most of the terminal cancers off the table. We'll be treating them like chronic diseases. I really believe that's true. We have something coming out in 2020 that we think will be a cure or you know, something that'll knock back liver cancer for you know five years or more, and that you could just take it again if the liver cancer came back and it wouldn't involve surgery or radiation or chemotherapy. Because what we would do is we'd put a virus into that cancer that would make it so attractive to your immune system that your immune system would stimulate to a level where it just melts it away. And we're already seeing this in animal models. So, you know, we're not the only company doing this. You know, we've got stuff that I think is really exciting. We've got a cure for HIV that we think will go into the clinic this year. And, uh, you know, we can, there's 6,000 monogenic diseases out there that if you don't have one of them, you probably never even heard of some of these diseases. Those will all be addressable with this, with the current state of the art in gene and cell therapy. When I've had other people in the studio or I talk with them elsewhere about other emerging industrial trends like artificial intelligence, for example, you know, I've been hearing artificial intelligence is right around the corner for 25 years now. What is it that's different about what's going on with uh, the human genome and, and the things you're talking about that makes this a much more tangibly likely change to occur? The artificial intelligence thing, I think, you know, that's sort of all how you look at it, you know. I mean, we're sitting here in Washington, D.C. I'm still concerned about real intelligence, never mind the artificial <laughs> stuff. So, uh, you know, I just mean that for a very limited set of our audience here, and you can cut that out if it's an inappropriate <laughs> joke. But, um, you know, why, why do I believe in this versus, you know, sort of the it takes so long for other technologies to vet out? It, it's really because of the 12 years I've been in it. It really has been following this pattern where the efficacy of what we're doing is on such an incline every year. And the range of things that we can address with our technology, just, just the stuff at American Gene Technologies, has become broader and broader at a, a geometric rate. And that the costs have fallen exactly as I thought they would when I got into this 12 years ago. And now, you know, I've got 12 years of experience in it. That's why I believe in this. I think that the cures are already coming. You, you probably know this already, but there's something called CAR-T, and you're going to see more of these, but two of them are already approved. And in terminal versions of some liquid cancers, blood cancers, uh, these are having an 80% plus cure rate. Okay, so people that were absolutely a goner are now walking around living because of basically gene and cell therapy. This is just one example of it, and it's not even the best example. I think it's just an early example. Like I said, we're in the paper tape or the punch card days of reprogramming the human computer, the human cell. But, uh, you know, this is going to get so much more sophisticated, and it's going to happen fast. Last question before I let you go, Jeff. Is there something about the D.C. region that makes it particularly suited for this revolution? Absolutely. Okay, so since, you know, I, 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 since we are here in D.C., one thing that I really need to highlight is the amount of public investment in this type of science. Our company was born out of NIH research mm-hmm. cracking all of the details of HIV. And, you know, we didn't pay a dime for it. It was already established, these viral vectors that are the essentially a foundation technology of everything that we do. 
well, the D.C. region has 71 of these scientific institutions that are spread out around this area, and they're leaking technology and highly trained people like 71 Xerox parks in Silicon Valley. And that is something that's special about this area. You're, and you're close to the FDA, and it's just an amazing region for developing these things. Well, Jeff, first of all, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to come in. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Jeff Galfin, CEO and founder of American Gene Technologies. There's a revolution going on. You learned about it here first. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington, and a thank you to our sponsor, Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. Their business development team can help you find the best talent, an ideal location, and the latest in market and business intelligence so you can do business successfully in the greater Washington region and Montgomery County. Your business success starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. Support for this podcast comes from University of Maryland Smith School of Business where students learn to harness data to meet tomorrow's challenges. More information about the Smith School MBA program is available at rhsmith.umd.edu. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room and The Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>